Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Hello, and thank you for joining us. It's October. <laughs> it's so October right now, you guys. Um, I've been waiting for this moment all year. Forever. And let me just say, mm-hmm. we are sitting in front of a fire right now. <laughs> yeah. You can't hear it because it's muted because it's on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, but um, we have captions on, don't we worry. We have the captions <laughs> blaring. Yeah. Don't you worry. Um, so we're feeling cozy and we're yeah. feeling um, very vulnerable to being spooked, oh, which is yeah. great. And I'm going to spook you. Okay, good. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, Madison, what have you been up to since um, we last recorded? Since we last recorded. So it has, you know... The campers would never know. They'd never know. We're so professional. <laughs> We're so professional. Um, but it's been a minute since we recorded a real episode. We had to kind of batch some because I was out of town. I went back to Denver for a week for work. Um, and relevant to this podcast, I went to the Denver Art Museum. Ooh. Um, and it was really lovely. I saw they have um, an exhibit right now on Georgia O'Keeffe's photography. Oh, yeah. Which is really nice. Uh-huh. Um, I know that person. You know her. That's a famous. That's a famous. Photographer. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Also painter is mostly what she's known for. She oh. does the like um, New Mexico. She's like. Oh, um, right. Like the skulls and the vaginas. Yeah. The skulls and the vaginas. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Great. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, And then I got a really bad sinus infection. Yeah. So. Yeah. That happens. That is about it. Okay. Um, And, you know, sometimes when I am feeling under the weather, Mm -hmm. what I need is a little bit of like, you know, cozy security blanket type of TV vibes. Yeah. And so we started season one, episode one of The Office. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say Ted Lasso. Oh, no, I do need that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, wow. Love a rewatch of The Office. Oh, my God. It's been years. It's been years. Yeah. When I was on the plane to and from Denver, I flew Delta. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored. And um, <laughs> can you imagine if we had no sponsors and then all of a sudden Delta, Delta picked us up? <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, they just swooped on in. Sorry, Delta. I always call you Delpa and Delpa. I will never it's stop. so funny. <laughs> um, but on Delta... They had, you know, the in-flight entertainment for Mm -hmm. free. And so they had season three of The Office. Oh, the best um, one. Which is the best season. And so I watched that both all the way there and all the way back, even though I had like downloaded shows on my iPad and, you know, like, uh, um, like podcast episodes. And I like had things I could have done and like books, but there's something about an old friend. Well, there's something about an old friend and there's something about like watching something on in-flight entertainment on an airplane. Yeah. There's something about it. It's so good. I it's, was just like, and it's funny because I scrolled through the catalog for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, what should I watch? Like I could do all of these, you know, box office hits that yeah. I've never seen before. And then I was like, mm, mm. the office. That's the route I take as the box office hit. Yeah. I remember the last um, movie that I watched on a flight was Mad Max Fury Road. Ooh. Um, and there's something about watching a, yeah. you know, huge blockbuster on a on tiny, tiny little screen, screen. With like so much extra noise in the <laughs> background. They handed me, I had my own headphones that I could have dug out of my bag and plugged Mm -hmm. in, but they handed me a pair that were so cheap and terrible. Yeah. So it's like the worst possible 
like cinematic experience. <laughs> yeah, but there's something about it. Yeah, there's something about it. Um, and I will say too, like yeah. some people will argue season four of The Office is better, but I'm here to say that season three is season the best. Season three is the best, yeah. but I also like season four. I like season four. I think most people, most Office fans will say that Dinner Party is the best episode. Yeah. You don't like it? I love it. Okay. I love <laughs> I love every episode of The Office except for Scott's Tots, but Product Recall is will the best, always be the best episode. The best episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Unquestionable. Um, but yeah, there's something about watching things on airplanes. I love it. I love it. I think, um, I don't know. I don't normally like it's, I don't know. I don't fly frequently enough to like really remember all of it. But, um, I do remember I watched some like goofy Melissa McCarthy movie on the way to London and I was just living my best life. Classic. I mean, I thought you were going to say you watched the Goofy movie, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) which like, hello. No, I can't. I can't emotionally handle the Goofy movie. No, me neither. It's too much. Should be called the sad movie. Yeah. (laughs) The griefy movie. (laughs) Uh, What's up with you? (laughs) Uh, I have watched a lot lately. So let's just, let's just scroll right through all these. So first and foremost, Mike and I. You know, leading up to Halloween, we're just watching some of the worst scary movies of all time. We're also trying to pepper in some good ones. Some good ones, okay. But I will say the the good one that we peppered in, people have told me for a long time that this is one of the scariest movies they've ever seen. And I kind of found it a little um, underwhelming? cheesy and okay. underwhelming. What is it? Oh, the, yeah, the new I didn't one. think it was scary. I feel like when it came out, everyone was like... This movie is the scariest thing I've ever seen. I, so I really like that movie and we've watched it quite a few times. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I think, um, whichever Skarsgård is in it. Yeah. Does a Bill. great job of being creepy as fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. I so think it's, creepy. Yeah. So, so creepy. Yeah. But I also feel like Stephen King's stuff in general is like, I mean, it's it's a little bit more like fantasy. Yeah, a little more like and and there's always like a science fiction aspect. Exactly. And so to me, it's like that will always be less like scary to me than like, you know, a a potentially a more realistic. Yeah. Form of horror. Absolutely. Um, I did love both of the new it movies. There's Um, two. Yeah, because I did it chapter one and it chapter two. Oh, okay. So we watched the first one. Okay, so you watched the first one with the kids. The yeah. when they grow up, um, oh. they do. So, um, I don't remember any of their names. The kid who plays Mike in Stranger Things. Yes, his character grows up to be Bill Hader. Love that. Yeah. Okay. He, like actually I'll kills it. Yeah. And then God, um, I love Bill Hader. I think is it Jessica Chastain who plays? Beaverly? Oh, that would be a good. Um, um, I think it is casting her, but it, it was very well done. Okay. But yeah, I, I think like, I remember when I read it, the, it was the, I think it was the first, um, Stephen King book I read. Mm. And so I didn't really know much about Stephen King. I was just like, oh, he's like the king of horror. Yeah. Like, you know, all this. So I was expecting it to be like, I don't know, a different type of plot, I guess. Sure. And like for it to be more supernatural, not just some like maniac dressed as a clown. Yeah. I was like... Yeah, but I do like that one. It, I mean, 
here's the thing. I'm not very scared by clowns. No. At all. No. So I think that was just like a missing element for me. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. are scared of clowns and yes. that's not a Yeah. What's thing the scariest horror movie you've ever seen? Oh my God. Um, wow. Okay. It's gotta be something from James Wan, right? I mean, I like I if it's the conjuring, if it's insidious, like any of those, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how many times I watch it. Always scared. Always scared. And I'm a big like I'll watch scary movies by myself person. Oh, okay. Can't do those by myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's how um I can measure it. There you go. I one movie that I don't even know if it was as much scary as it was just like I don't know. I mean, like horrifying, which is kind of scary, but it was just like so unsettling um, was the sinister movies. And I don't, I won't ever watch those again. Um, Was that like the kids? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't. Ugh. I think I watched the first one. Yeah. I think I only watched the first one. Too, yeah. Cause at, when I was like, scary. there's a second one. I was like, no, absolutely yeah. not. It was too, it was egregious. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, like movies aside, Haunting of Hill House is beautiful. I want to rewatch. Same. Yeah. It's been a couple of years. But um, we are spending way too long talking about one thing on my many items. So anyways, the other things that I watched um, are Hocus Pocus. Okay. Jennifer's Body. Okay. Which I had never seen. Pretty good, honestly. Kind of like a silly horror. Yeah. Is it about Jennifer Aniston or? Yeah. It's about Jennifer Aniston's body. It's a biopic. (laughs) No, it's Megan Fox's Jennifer. Uh And she like, uh, yeah, I I mean, I guess gets possessed by the devil or something like that. Very good. Love the devil possession. Love the devil. That was Um, not an invitation. (laughs) Devil, if you're listening. Yeah, please just tune right back out. Yeah. We watched Ghostbusters. We watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. (sighs) It's been pretty good over at my house. Um. And then there are two docu-series I watched. Okay. One, I Just Killed My Dad. Oh. Have you watched that I yet? saw the little preview for it. It was pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. One of those where it's like, um, I like when true crime isn't so cut and dry. Like yeah. when you can't just be mad at the person. Yeah. When there's like some nuance to it. Uh-huh. And that's very much the case nuance here. Nuance makes for great TV. Yeah. And then um, Sins of Our Mother, which is about Lori Vallow. Oh, that bitch. Yeah. I hate Very, very well done. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to watch that one. That case I was very invested in when, like, it first broke and Mm -hmm. we couldn't, like, no one knew where the kids were. Yeah. Um, And obviously so horrible and tragic. And I hope she rots. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. hey. And at the same time, please get some mental help. Yes. You know, from prison. Yeah. From prison, locked away, very mm-hmm. far away. Yeah. You psycho. You psycho. Um, and then last thing, just quick recommendation for um anyone out there who likes scary story podcasts, because you know that's my thing. Yeah. Um now this podcast had like eleven thousand reviews, so I'm probably You're really breaking some fresh news. Yeah, here. I'm definitely <laughs> hot on the scene yeah yeah um but scared to death so it's um gosh I can't remember his name but he's a stand-up comedian Mm. and he is like telling his wife scary stories trying to scare her and it's very good I love that very very good amazing and that's everything that's everything wow I love that 
I'm just so happy for this season. Campers, mm-hmm. we have a whole day planned after this <sighs> where we're just going to drink uh, apple cider centric cocktails. Yep. And eat cozy foods. Yeah. And watch fall movies. And it, you know, I can't wait. It's going to be the best. Yeah. And I hope, campers, that you all are doing something similar. Yes. And tell us what your fall plans mm-hmm. are. Yeah. We're going to a corn maze tomorrow. We're going tomorrow. to a corn maze tomorrow. What are you guys doing? Are you going to be there? Are you are going you to be haunt there? us in this corn maze? Please make it a scary corn maze. That'd be nice. Uh, I mean, if you don't like corn, then, or if you have a corn allergy, then it's already pretty scary. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. 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 Um,. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we say goodbye to the intro? Yeah. Goodbye, intro. Goodbye, intro. And hello. Welcome to the main segment. We are so glad you're here. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Sit back, relax, get a blanket, maybe Uh, a weighted one. Oh, I love a weighted blanket. Here we go. November 15th, 1966. It was a crisp autumn evening in Point Pleasant, Virginia. Roger and Linda Scarberry were driving down State Route 62 with their friends, Steve and Mary Millette. As they passed the National Guard Armory Building and Power Plant, they saw a menacing figure standing in the road. The figure was tall, six or seven feet. Its eyes were bright red, reflecting the light from the car's headlights. The four began to panic, and Roger slammed his foot on the gas, racing back to town with the other three in tow. But the creature didn't give up. The creature rose up and glided after them, following them into town. It was able to keep up even as the car reached a speed of 100 miles per hour. The very next day, on the front page of the Point Pleasant Register, the headline read, Couples see man-sized bird, creature, something. (laughs) In the days following this sighting, strange things started happening in Point Pleasant. People would see the creature lurking outside homes, chasing cars, and stealing dogs. One of those is not like the other. Yeah. Campers in Madison. Today we're headed to Point Pleasant, Virginia to visit the Mothman Museum. (laughs) Mothman. Ah. <laughs> just it's, it's a no longer spooky. <laughs> yeah, no, I just ruined it. Uh, here, okay. Yeah. So I'm very excited, very excited about learning about the Mothman. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I love so much about these stories and like spooky season is that like I don't know. My first instinct when you're like, yeah, strange things start happening around Point Pleasant around this time. I'm like, I live for that, and I love this time of year because I feel like the logical part of my brain is happy to just like take a, a break yeah. real She's quick. She's on vacation. She's like, bitch, I'll see you in November. Yeah. Um, Because I know like statistically, of course, odd things are happening all the time. And it's just like a heuristic or whatever. But yeah. I literally am like, I had that thought where I'm like, well, you know, it always happens. And then I was like, bye. Bye. Bitch, bye. Yeah. Take a seat, bitch. Take a seat. We You're are not needed here. Yeah. We're leaning into... Uh-huh. The fantasy of it all today. I love it. All right. Lay it on me. Have you ever seen the Mothman prophecies? Um, I don't think so. Okay. 
It came out in like 2002. I was 11. Yeah. And I just remember in the trailer, I, I watched it as an adult at some point. I don't remember how long ago, but I just remember in the trailer, Richard Gere is like sitting on a bed and he's on the phone with this like menacing voice and he's holding something in his hand and he's talking to the voice and he's like, what am I holding in my hand? And the menacing voice just goes, chapstick. (laughs) And he opens his hand and it's a thing of chapstick. (laughs) And Kevin and I thought that was the funniest thing that's ever (laughs) And that was just. There could never, like, I feel like that would just take me right out of it. Yeah. Sorry, a creature whispering chapstick. Anybody whispering chapstick. (laughs) There's no circumstance in which it's like not funny to whisper the word chapstick. Yeah, it's always funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me read my sources real quick. So folklife.si.edu. There is a Mothman article on there. Uh, Roadside America, two articles, one for the Mothman Museum, one for the Mothman statue. Mothmanmuseum.com, mothmanfestival.com, and the oh the Wikipedia page for Mothman and an article from All That's Interesting. Okay. Let's dive in to a long Wikipedia quote, shall we? Uh, I love that, that starting place. <laughs> okay. During the next few days, other people reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was a, quote, large bird with red eyes. The fact that it's a bird. I mean, we have small birds and they're creepy enough. Yeah. Birds. Chill. They're really capitalizing on all my fears. Yeah. And dislikes. (laughs) Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron he termed a shite poke. A heron. Stop. A heron. Sorry, herons are not seven feet tall. Right. And they're like, aren't herons like super skinny? Yeah. So I feel like they're like very clearly birds. Yeah, they're very obviously being shrouded in a lot of feathers. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of minimal with a heron. Mm -hmm. Uh, Contractor Newell Partridge told Johnson. That when he aimed a flashlight at a creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. Hmm. Additionally, he blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German shepherd dog on the creature. Hmm. Wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the sandhill crane, which, no, they don't. <laughs> a lo- <laughs> I checked. Yeah. A large American crane, almost as tall as a man, with a seven-foot wingspan featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. The birds are going crazy The birds are going crazy, campers. I don't know if you can hear this, but all of a sudden, there's just like birds losing their minds at us. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm talking about your queen. Your queen. Okay. Uh, The bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first because it was not native to this region. Mm. So that's the practical understanding of what happened. But I don't believe that. that. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about a little bit about the town of Point Pleasant, Virginia. So from the Mothman Museum website, here's a description of this small but mighty town. 
quote, situated on the Ohio River, Point Pleasant, West Virginia is a small town with a population of only about 5,000 people. Hmm. Teeny tiny. Little. Visiting our town's main street is like stepping in a time warp to when life was much simpler. Many of the buildings still look the same as they did in the early 1900s, and the streets are littered with mom-and-pop shops, eateries, museums, a historic and some say haunted hotel, a vintage movie theater that dates back to the 40s, a state park where the Battle of Point Pleasant took place, and riverfront amphitheater where beautiful sunsets and historic fine art murals can be seen on the mighty Ohio River. It also, it sounds like um, Stars Hollow, and I just love that. These are just a few of the things that add to the quaint and charming character of our town. Point Pleasant is the heartbeat of small-town Americana, rich in American history with a twist of the paranormal. Mothman sightings may be rare in our modern day, but the hospitality shown to those who visit us isn't. Oh, How cute. That's so cute. So it sounds like just a wholesome place. Love it. Stuck in a time warp. It's <laughs> a weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. like a time warp. I don't like um, a time warp. But that's fine. Yeah. So it seems like the legend of the Mothman is the absolute backbone of this town. Yes. Every year they have a Mothman festival. Um, <laughs> the terrible news is that we just missed it. God damn it. I know. It's held on the third weekend in September. Oh. Every year. Um, just scrolling through some of the pictures, I saw Mothman funnel cakes, Mothman How? cookies, How Mothman. Mothman funnel cakes look. So what it's like shaped like a bird, and then they do a red dots for eyes on oh, it. <laughs> cute. It's very cute. Um oh, and a vendor even selling a Mothman beard balm. Beard balm. <laughs> Okay, okay. So it's very on theme. It's very on brand. A little, they're really leaning into it, Mm -hmm. but that's Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, They had a packed schedule of guest speakers featuring prominent paranormal professionals. Say that three times fast. I will not. From all over the country. Uh, They have live music, cosplay, a hayride, a Mothman 5K, and bus tours. Uh. Like, it just sounds so good. Sounds so good. I'm also imagining in the Mothman 5K, the actual Mothman just flying. Yeah, that's what everyone's like, running so from. Easy. <laughs> because I'm only going to do a 5K if I'm running from something. From, so yeah. I'm going to need the Mothman to actually uh-huh. show up. Yeah, you should. This place is only two and a half hours away. Really? Yes. Okay. We have to go next year. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah, well, yeah, but to the festival. To the festival next week. But yes, I will go next weekend. Okay, great. (laughs) It would be a fun day trip. Yeah. Um, The thing that I haven't mentioned yet about this town. Oh, no. Is that there's a 12-foot tall metallic statue of the Mothman in the center of town. Sure. You know, he's the people's cryptid. Yeah. I mean, you know, lots of people stop to take selfies with it, especially at the festival. Um, And here's an excerpt from Roadside America's article about the statue. In America's pantheon of monsters, Mothman is among the most celebrated and terrifying. Half human, half insect. Moth. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The campers couldn't see my face, but I was very confused. You're very skeptical. I would think half human, half bird, but 
Okay. Ha- it's a uh, a third human, a third bird, a third insect. Yeah. It's ve- it's trifecta. a lot of fractions. The Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> Trinity. Uh, he roamed the skies over Point Pleasant, West Virginia, swooping down to frightened not West Virginia. It's just Virginia. No. It would make sense if it's West Virginia because that one's only two and a half. So I've been wrong this whole time? You've been saying West Virginia. I have just Virginia printed in all of this. (laughs) It's one of the two. Okay, let's look it up. It would make more sense if it was West Virginia, huh? It would. It would. (laughs) Um, Okay, Mothman Museum. Here's the thing. You guys just make a new name for your state. Yeah. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Okay. It's, You've been saying West Virginia this whole time. That's good. <laughs> I, But I think you'll find when you listen back to it that I may not have. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. Um, we're going to go for it. Either way, I choose not to be embarrassed by it. As you should. Where was I? Okay. Yeah. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Swooping down to frighten dogs and people, leaving only a trail of screaming newspaper headlines. When his attacks stopped in the late 1960s, Mothman simply vanished. The citizens of Point Pleasant hoped that he'd never return. Most of the world forgot about Mothman except for John Keel, whose 1975 investigative book, The Mothman Prophecies, was itself nearly forgotten until it was reworked as a 2002 Hollywood film starring Richard Gere. Love. 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 The Mothman Cometh. The Mothman Cometh. Until that movie came out, I just never thought much more of Mothman, said Charles Humphreys, a Point Pleasant native who had hunted the creature during its 1960s heyday. Wait, I'm sorry. So he spent time physically hunting this Mothman. Yeah. And then he's like, I forgot about it. Yeah. We don't believe you, guy. <sighs> that guy has a lair. You know, he yeah. just has like a room he full has a of lab. Mothmans. Yeah. I totally forgot about that thing. Whoa, I hadn't even thought about it. (laughs) Four decades later, Charles had become the executive director of Main Street Point Pleasant, a group tasked with reviving the town, which had fallen on hard times. Charles realized that the movie had made Point Pleasant newsworthy again, and that gave him an idea. All at once, it just hit me, Charles said. Point Pleasant needed a Mothman. (laughs) Yeah, we all need a Mothman. Silly thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Charles knew a guy who could build. Sure. (laughs) Who could build a monster? Bob Roach, a retired welder uh, who also passed away in 2015, Hmm. a retired welder who made art out of stainless steel. "Quote: I drove to his house out in the woods," said Charles, and I said, "Bob, you make that Mothman, and you'll be known around the world." This narrative is killing me. Bob dismissed the idea, saying that he wasn't interested. But I knew he had an ego, said Charles. <laughs> and the next morning... So manipulative. <laughs> right. The next morning, he called up and asked, what's that Mothman look like? Now, this is very much given co-op. The intro it's to co-op. It's very co-op. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Campers, please, for the love of God, watch co-op if you haven't already. Yeah. And more specifically, it's an episode of Documentary Now. Yes. Called... Co-op. Co-op. Season three. Yeah, season Episode three. two, I think. <laughs> I love that you have that at the ready. Yeah. And it's so, so good. I can't believe that we've never talked. Surely oh, we've, we've talked, talked about, about it. it. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Just it's just a reminder. Yeah, We're just, just a wear everyone down. Yeah, we are going to quiz you on it at some point. <laughs> Charles's answer was to take Bob around Point Pleasant, interviewing people who had seen Mothman. Then Bob went to work. According to Charles, Bob built the entire statue in his garage. It took him about a year. <laughs> the completed sculpture is undoubtedly monstrous. <laughs> Mothman looks like he could tear someone in two with upper and lower fangs, a hairy chest with six pack abs, clawed (laughs) (laughs) a bird with six pack abs. (laughs) It looks like Mac made the statue, Uh, clawed hands and feet and ghastly wings that rise 13 feet high. Wow. The creature has a braided mullet haircut. Sure. Sure. Who? Okay. Who is going to be braiding? A mothman's hair. That's a good question. I, he has to do it himself. <sighs> With his wings? <laughs> yeah, that's... I just... That's tough. I mean, yeah, there's some fallacies here. Yeah. <laughs> We're poking holes We're in poking this, holes. okay? Not in the existence of mothman, but in the uh, accuracy of the statue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look this statue. Yeah, so braided mullet haircut and no visible reproductive organs, thank God. Yeah, how dare we be scandalized? Yeah. Mothman's red eyes, the size of footballs, which Charles described as beautiful, (laughs) are mirrored inside so that they glow at night in reflected light or in daylight with a camera flash. I am looking at this picture and I am shook. Look at this bird hanging on this twig. Oh, my God. It's like, you guys talking Mothman? Yeah, you guys talking Mothman? Let me tell you. (laughs) This statue looks like... um, Barnacle Boy. Oh from yeah, SpongeBob or uh-huh. the who I don't remember. Yeah, that's right SpongeBob. One. Um, I don't know. It's like a little bit jarring. It's very scary. They did put a mask on it during the pandemic, which I love to see. I that. love to see that. <laughs> okay, I just looked up um, Barnacle Boy and the the other one, Mermaid Man, and that's not what I was thinking of. Oh. So I don't know who this looks like. Okay. But it does not look like Someone of figure two. out what Madison was trying to if think of. If you don't of. mind, just tap right into that cranium. <laughs> Anyways, I would like to see this statue in person. Yeah. I need to. Yeah. Um. Oh, but I did find out that if you can't make the trip to Point Pleasant, you can just pull up their live feed of the statue <laughs> broadcasted on YouTube Stop. called the Moth Cam. <laughs> <laughs> it is exactly <laughs> it's exactly as a as exciting as a live feed of a metallic statue can be yeah yeah it's I like mean, but like why i'm crying <laughs> i just imagining like all it would be good for is for watching tourists take selfies with it yeah 100 percent. a moth cam uh, <laughs> no it's very good um okay Back to the story of Mothman. Here's the analysis section from the Wikipedia page. Folklorist Jan Harold Brunvind notes that Mothman has been widely covered in the popular press, some claiming sightings connected with UFOs and others claiming that a military storage site was Mothman's home. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Brunvind notes that recountings of the 19... 66 and 1967 Mothman reports usually state that at least 100 people saw Mothman with many more afraid to report their sightings, but observed that written sources for such stories consisted of children's books, 
or sensationalized or undocumented accounts that fail to quote identifiable persons. I don't like people just like poking holes in these, you know. Yeah. Just let it, let people let believe. Let do that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Brunvand found elements in common among many Mothman reports and much older folk tales, suggesting that something real may have triggered the scares and became woven with existing folklore. He also records uh, anecdotal ch- tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers. Those scoundrels. I mean, someone's got to keep them in line. Yeah. Conversely, Joe Nichols says that a number of hoaxes followed the publicity generated by the original reports, such as a group of construction workers who tied flashlights to helium balloons. <laughs> construction workers will do anything but their job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, the city's paying us to redo the street. Better and fill up some balloons. Yes, we've got a Mothman to investigate. Yeah. Nickel attributes the uh, Mothman stories to sightings of barn owls, suggesting <laughs> barn owls, suggesting that Mothman's glowing eyes were actually red eye effect caused from the reflection of light from flashlights or other bright light sources. Benjamin Radford points out that only reporting of glowing red eyes was secondhand, that of Shirley Hensley quoting her father. Hmm. According to University of Chicago psychologist David A. Gallo, 55 sightings of Mothman in Chicago during 2017 published on the website of self-described Fortean researcher Lon Strickler are a selective sample. Gallo explains that, quote, he's not sampling random people and asking if they saw the Mothman. He's just counting the number of people that voluntarily came forward to report a sighting. So it's a little skewed, the yeah, results. Yeah, the data set is yeah. not quite... Not quite kosh. There. According to Gallo, uh, quote, people more likely to visit a paranormal-centric website like Strickler's might also be more inclined to believe in and therefore witness the existence of a Mothman. He only, he's like Santa. He only exists if you believe in him. That's right. So believe, people. Believe. Some pseudoscience adherents, such as uh, ufologists, uh, paranormal authors, and cryptozoologists, claim that Mothman was an alien, a supernatural manifestation, or a previously unknown species of animal. Okay, I love that. Love that. We love an alien crossover. Yeah, and just give us options. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I want a smorgasbord of beliefs. <laughs> In his 1975 book, Keel claimed that the Point Pleasant residents experienced precognitions, uh, including premonitions of the collapse of the Silver Bridge, UFO sightings, visits from inhuman or threatening men in black, and other phenomena. Wow. So there's a lot going on in Point Pleasant. Yeah. It's popping off. Yes, it is. Okay. Let's glide on over to this museum, shall we? I can't with you. After the Mothman prophecies came out, Jeff Wamsley of Point Pleasant helped to launch the town's first ever Mothman festival. Three years later, he opened the museum. The museum has exhibits about the creature, the movie, even the men in black. 
uh, from Roadside America, quote, an entire section of the museum displays artifacts from the movie, which Mothman fans are surprised to learn was filmed in Pennsylvania, not Point Pleasant. Darn. (laughs) There are costumes, props, eerie Mothman drawings, debris from the fake Silver Bridge collapse. I didn't go into the Silver Bridge collapse. Mm Mm-mm. It was this thing where a bridge collapsed sure, and like 50 people died, I oh. think. And they like the town thought it was the Mothman. Oh. Of course, it was just an old bridge. That would be, I feel like if I were the ghost of a victim or the family member of a victim, mm-hmm. I would be so annoyed. I'd be like, can you like, I'm let me grieve. Yeah, let me grieve. And like, let me be sad. And yeah. please stop trying to bring a cryptid into this. <laughs> Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, like, let me stay grounded in reality, please. I just, that would be, I would be blood red mad all the time. Yeah, I'd be as mad, I'd be as red mad as the Mothman's eyes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Same. (laughs) And same. And same. Um, Yeah, so debris from the fake silver bridge collapse, the creepy lip balm prop, a fan favorite. Your face. <laughs> Wait, we can actually go see that. You can see the, see chapstick. the chapstick. Yeah. <gasps> and <laughs> the blanket that came, so good. The blanket that came in contact with both Richard Gere and Deborah Messing in the <gasps> motel scene. Oh, do they have sex on it? I don't remember. Came in con a blanket that came in con so either it's a blanket that they just happen to touch and they're really scraping the barrel. Yeah. Or, or- they're like they boned on this. Also, a sex scene in a horror movie. <laughs> I just. That's jarring. I love it. I love it. They're always, you know, because that's when you're at your most vulnerable. That's, that's when they're your That's when you're at attack. your horniest. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you're at your horniest. When you're watching a horror movie. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Really putting the whore in horror. Here's what. <laughs> a horner movie. <laughs> New genre. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, here's what the museum has on display. So rare archives all about the Mothman and the mysterious happenings that occurred in Point Pleasant in 1966 and 1967. They have original press clippings and video footage of the Silver Bridge disaster, UFO activity, and Mothman articles. A merchandise store filled with Mothman souvenirs, um... T-shirts, hoodies, novelties, carrying bags, books, stickers, buttons, and more. Basically everything Mothman. Uh, you know how at like science museums and stuff, they have those kits where it's like, I don't know, just like those little carrying boxes that you can put like a a chrysalis in. And then yes. Kind of, what if they had one of those for sale? It was just moths. <laughs> <laughs> we sell pet moths. Yeah. <laughs> the um, <worst. laughs> Worst pet of all time. Uh, rare handwritten police reports from the... Now, how did they get their hands on those? Yeah, and they're selling them? Yeah. Or is this just in the museum? Uh, it's just in the museum. Uh, from the original Mothman eyewitnesses documenting what they had experienced. Hmm. Mothman Prophecies prop collection used in the film. Um, lifelike costumes. Lifelike, lo- yeah. Located right next to the famous Mothman statue. I mean, we love it. Search for the Mothman documentary, which I think that they play there. 
Um, and then exhibits on John Keel, Mary Hired, The Silver Bridge, and The Men in Black. So lots to see. Lots to see. At the Mothman Museum. It yeah. is a small space, but it looks like there's a lot like packed in there. Uh, you could spend some time. Okay. Okay. I love it. We have to get to the reviews because I have a lot. Oh my God. I love a good review. My absolute favorite part about this museum is the reviews. <laughs> It has a lot of great reviews. Of course, sure. there are some of negative course. ones. It's of a course. small museum. Yeah. Um, the best part is that someone from the museum, which I think is the Mothman? Jeff, the Mothman. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> okay. Now I want you all to imagine that the Mothman yeah. is replying to all of these. Or reviews. Jeff yeah. in a Mothman costume. That also would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but he has like a very much I don't give a fuck attitude Ugh. and is just roasting the shit out of everyone. I'm here for it, Jeff. Love it. Okay. So first one from Must Be Nice. They gave one star <sighs> and said, traveled 10 hours and stopped by Point Pleasant to check out the museum. Arrived five minutes after closing and the guy inside was doing nothing. Looked right at me and turned his head toward the back of the store. It was closed, bitch. Would have liked to pick up some cool merch or a statue, but the sorry employee had no intentions of making a quick sale today. Very disappointed. Probably won't be back. I don't understand why people seem to think. I think people envision that retail workers are on commission far more often than they typically are. Yeah. Like, oh, do you not want to make a sale? Who gives a fuck, dude? I want to go home. Yeah. I want to go home. (sighs) Response from the owner. (laughs) Point of sale systems are closed at stated closing times. Not his fault. You can't plan ahead. (laughs) I I elect this man as president. Please. This man or this mothman as president. (laughs) I'll have a mothman as my president. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, we've stooped pretty low. We We can probably swoop pretty high. (laughs) God damn it. Um, kayak two, six, one, four, three gave it one star and said, (laughs) this one's so good. Would not let visitors in without a mask. And they do not even offer them for people who don't have one. We won't be back. Definitely lost business today. And we will let everyone know I'm all about supporting local small business, but absolutely will not support places that try to enforce a mandate, not a law. Oh my god! Yeah, everyone's blood is boiling. Calm down. Now here's here's what's going to even us out. Response Uh. from the owner: Not our responsibility to provide you with a mask. You just stated you absolutely will not support places who enforce masks. Make up your mind. I love it. I love these so much. I'll read a book of this. Literally, I read so many of these reviews, and it was so hard to pick. But, like, yeah. they're all, like, he's just roasting the fuck out of these people. And God bless. Someone and has to. God bless. Okay. He's going to put us out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, James gave it three stars and said, it's okay. Definitely. An intriguing story. They have a museum that I still have not experienced. <laughs> okay. The, love those. Love those. The Mothman statue is well done. You can visit the museum just a few short feet from the statue. The flood wall with the murals and the cathedral by the river is really close as well. God bless you and yours. Are you lost? 
finishing a review with God bless you and yours. It's, it's way too much. Response from the owner. This review page is for the museum. Not sure what you're reviewing. <laughs> oh, I want to do a standing ovation I for this review response. I love it. I love it. I love it. My favorite one and the last one. Uh, Art gave it one star and said, not worth the time or $4 admission. Very cheesy. Response from the owner. Admission is four fifty. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I love, love it. it. Oh, incredible. And that was the Mothman Museum. I loved every moment. Oh, God. Moment. What's up with moths and men? Ugh, put those two together and nightmares. Diabolical. Um, <laughs> well, have you seen how like a lot of people think it says harpy eagles? Have you seen a picture of this? Um, no, but I did see something related to it in Wikipedia, and it was like the belled buzzard. Have you heard of this? I don't think so. Okay. The harpy Another eagle. I could see this being what the Mothman is. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I think it's this one. Um, They're really scary. They're way too large. Mm-mm. This is what their face looks like. Ah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Um and then they're just like way too big. Oh my fucking god. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I hate it. That is terrifying. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised like yeah, so it this one says um meet the harpy eagle birds. A bird so big it's unbelievable and like it's Oh god. Face, like okay, if I saw that thing just like if I'm driving home at night and I turn a corner and there's like that, I catch the like glimmer of those eyes and that's the figure I see. That's it. I'm going straight to Mothman. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah, I get it. Wow. But so scary. In reality, stranger than fiction. Am I Sorry, right? I had a very visceral reaction it's to that really photo. scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. Scary. What a great way to kick us off Ugh. on spooky season. Wow. I'm so ready for so much more. I know. I know. Um, campers, we'll be back next week with more with another spooky museum. Mm-hmm. We'll be back on Thursday with a spooky story from history. Yeah, two of, two them, of them, actually. A twofer. A twofer. Um, but in the meantime, we would really appreciate it if you wanted to, uh, swipe on over to your podcasting app, leave us a rating, leave us a review. If you are able, um, that would be great. If you want to hang out with us, uh, we're on social medias, Mm -hmm. uh, at the museum camp, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we're there. We're having a great time. We'll post pictures of scary birds. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Which is just a bird, a it's drawing every of a bird. bird, every yeah. bird in the world. Scary. Terrifying. Um, and, uh, if you are enjoying this podcast and would like to, um, you know, do what Delta is not and financially support us <laughs> in that endeavor. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, our patrons are what have helped us to get better equipment mm-hmm. um, and they get some good goodies. That's why my um, obnoxiously loud laugh isn't bursting your <laughs> eardrums anymore. You're welcome. Yeah. 
from the patrons. Yeah. Um, and thank you, patrons. And thank also. you, patrons, <laughs> for that. Um, then patreon.com slash the museum camp, $5 a month, um, helps us to make a better podcast. Yeah. Um, and that's all of our housekeeping. Campers, be safe this spooky season. Yeah, please. There's birds out there. There's, birds There's everywhere. Probably a bunch of other creatures you'll hear about or, uh-huh. you know, or anything. Who or, knows? Who knows? There's, uh, you know, so There's many so topics. Many genres of, of spook. That's what I love about I love this it. season is Same. the options are endless. Yep. It's a real wow. smorgasbord. Yeah. Campers, thanks so much. We'll see you next time. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.